everyone, listeners to Two Nose Meerkats. I am Gabby Jordan Brown. And I am the other one. Uh, my name yeah. is Lucas Art. Yeah. The that's other Gabby. That's yeah, what the other, the lesser Gabby. Oh, come on. Don't sell yourself short. I would I'm call the- my, I am Lucas's rib. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the iPhone 2G to Gabby's. Uh, what's, what number are they up to? 12? I don't know. Three. Probably like three. three. Right. Yeah, three. That, <laughs> phone three. Yeah. yeah, that came out when we were when I was thirteen. It's still popular. I know it. Anyway, moving on, uh, we have a spectacular guest, a, a hilarious comedian, writer for A Little Late with Lily Singh, uh, among other wonderful credits. Please give a warm round of applause for Vanessa Jackson. Woo! <laughs> Thank you. A fun fact is that you're the first person to get that right. I've been introduced as she writes for the Late Late Show, or someone said a little late. It's <laughs> like oh. I don't oh, know really. <laughs> so I, I respect it. Yeah. Every time I just go up and I'm like, sure, I write. For just the like what show, new whatever. what new late night show are they gonna make up on the spot? Just like <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they all have like the same name. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like one word off. It's like if, if they introduce you as like the later yeah. show, you're like, sure, I could get on that one. If yeah. it, I'll just like, create yeah, it. Feels first. Right. Yeah. I'd love I'd love there to be a show that's the, the title is honestly a bit early-ish. I'd like that. <laughs> you do it. That'll be your show. Yeah. That that honestly would be mine. <laughs> be so like, the only show that's on before your parents fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Because I've never understood they do these shows and um, my mom is always like recapping the highlights for me, but she always just gets it half right because I know that she was asleep. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I know you didn't watch That's the, the opening monologue. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't oh, if, say that. <laughs> if I watch a movie with my mom, my mom is going to fall asleep on the couch. And so I'll, it's a bit mean, but I'll wake her up. And I'll go, what do you think? And, just like, and then she's like, I loved it. It was great. Just like, I'm like, yeah, which part? Yeah, which, did you like the finale with the alien? She's like, what? And like, it's like, it's like Lord of the Rings or something. It's like, yeah. It'd be funny if you woke her and you were like, whoa, whoa that's never been on TV before. And she was like, what? <laughs> oh, I'm, no, I've been, I'm, I've been cruel. My mom's thing is like, she falls asleep on the couch very often. And I did it at least once when I was in high school where she fell asleep at around like 7 p.m. And so I, pretended that it was the next day and so i got on my backpack i was like see ya and she was like fuck that's incredible yeah (laughs) that is deeply chaotic vanessa what is the most chaotic thing you did growing up as a child Mm. to your parents or an authority figure i want to say it was chaotic but it's probably very normal i once like pretended to run away and like walk to the corner and my parents just like let me pack my stuff and walk to the corner and I was like yeah see you I'm gonna make it out on my own and then they were like all right come back (laughs) wait how old were you how old were you Uh, I was probably like four or five I am terrible at children's ages I'm always like people when can kids talk when is that (laughs) seven (laughs) (laughs) I love that it's it's not even just because I have a thing where I I think it's like a thing for everyone where you look at a kid and you're like I don't know is that 12 like you just like but the thing is this is you so <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. You think no, even myself, I'll look at a picture like I don't know, thirteen maybe, or like twenty-four. <laughs> I know what you're this saying was though, yesterday, yeah. just like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when was this this picture of me from yesterday? Was I ten? <laughs> Early pandemic. 
<laughs> oh my god it's aged assault but that that always does drive me crazy when so you know people get accused of like sexual assault or something they're like well i didn't know she was 16 i'm like really because i look at that and i'm like she could be 10 or she could be 14 <laughs> literally yeah. i'm the same way i'm always like how did you not she looks like a 13 year old that's crazy <laughs> teenagers no, are children i cannot <laughs> tell the difference between an eight-year-old and a 16 year old anymore honestly that's I- another thing i wanted to ask did you guys uh, tell me if you guys also had this experience when I was a freshman uh, in high school, I looked at the seniors and I was like, all right, that's what seniors look like. And then when I became a senior, I was like, we look so much younger still than they did at at the age we are now. Do you feel like people are looking younger as generations go on? I think that's correct. I was, uh, I remember I used to do like stats for the basketball team at my high school and my dad was like a coach there. And I always remember the senior boys. I was like, oh my gosh, they look so grown, so hot. And I went to go visit my dad this summer as he was coaching the team. And I was like, those are seniors. I was like, they look like second graders. I was like, how exactly. is that possible? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So no, it's I agree so- with you. I'm like, there's no way those boys yeah. are 18. And I don't think it was even just like a little thing in my head. Like there were multiple like dudes who were seniors when I was a freshman and they had beards and no one had a beard in my year when we became seniors. So I know it. there is a there's a little something real. It could be the rise of Instagram, like people just like knowing how they look earlier on in life, because I feel like when I was 14, like. I didn't know aesthetically how people were supposed to, I don't think I learned my angles until probably like last year, honest to God, because who needed them? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is true. Like you all Facebook know. was for was like typing on your friend's wall and being like, you go into the, <laughs> that party later. And then you yeah. couldn't comment or like back. So you, they would have to just write on your wall and be like, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Later. It yes. was in chaos. I forgot that it was a wall for, oh my God. I'm so yeah. used to, yeah. Facebook wow. does that thing now where they like remind you and they, a couple of times they reminded me of like posts and stuff. And I'm like, I put that on someone's wall in the open, like things where I was like, isn't so-and-so key. I was like, people could see that. What was I thinking? Now oh we have direct God. messages. Walls were chaotic. Those, that's the most chaotic thing I ever did was Facebook. Do you <laughs> cringe? Messaging. Oh my, do you cringe at the thought of the things you used to post on walls or just on Facebook as when you were younger I can't I can't bear to think about it so much so embarrassing I'm glad that people only like cancel you for tweets because I wouldn't even get canceled people would just be like what were you what were you doing who were you (laughs) they would be like here this we found this cancel yourself do it for everyone (laughs) it's like (laughs) they're like we can't even cancel you this is so embarrassing we just feel bad (laughs) oh god that's actually an interesting question when do you guys think something goes beyond canceling because like Hmm. well the horn outside has a thought but just like now you now now. it's like okay it's one thing people find old tweets i see comedians old tweets i'm like how the fuck did they not delete that that was like obviously a racist tweet or obviously a homophobic tweet right but when's the point where somebody gets canceled for just like being really fucking weird when they were like 14 like can that happen (laughs) does that happen I don't know. Well, that's, that's the thing is, uh, no, actually, no, but Vanessa, please go. I'll, I'll put a pin in mine. No, I was just going to say that's an interesting point. You, you go. Um, I was going to say like, the thing is like, I remember thinking about like how Kevin Hart got canceled for like homophobic jokes. But the thing is, I remember at least in elementary school, I know for sure I definitely made like 
disparaging jokes that were towards like gay or like going, oh, that's gay or don't be gay or something like that. Like I definitely I did that when I was and not, and yes, he was an adult and I was like nine or something. But the thing is, like the zeitgeist is always changing and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate is always changing. So there are things that we don't even consider as like wrong right now. I know for sure in like 20 years, we're all going to think, how do we not know about this? How do we not detect that? So yeah yeah that's a good point I, there's just no nuance in like cancellation and I'm not the person who's like stop canceling people I think it's good to like have those conversations and stuff but it's like at what point yeah is it like we're there's no room for like forgiveness almost in a sense or like mm. okay this person has obviously changed and not everyone I'm not talking about there's a lot of people who I'm like cancel them let them yeah. go um but for a few yeah you're like that was when this person was 13 years old <laughs> let's give them a little bit of grace because uh, yeah. the things that we all thought at 13 if I had had the internet <laughs> who even I don't even know has anyone been canceled for stuff that they said online they- as a th- I thought you were going to say for stuff that they thought. That would be so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me this morning. The government read what was in my brain and went, that girl's too stupid to be alive. (laughs) They were like, don't, don't let her do it. Yeah. Um, There was that one uh, writer, girl, woman, um, Ellery Smith, who got canceled like this last week. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah, she was a writer for Robot Chicken and had tweeted some like disparaging stuff about Asian people. But it was when she was like 17. Um, it it was like, uh, it was bad stuff, but also it was like 17. So it's like, where is the, you know, but she's interesting thing about that. Yeah, I saw that. And the interesting thing about it is I feel like she kind of canceled herself a little. Like she was like, it was voluntary. No, no. She was being called out, but some people, they get called out and they only make the notes app apology when like there is overwhelming evidence that they should like how Kat Cohen didn't say anything for fucking days, you know, on end. Like it was just Mm. after like so much mounting public pressure, but I feel like Ellery got one or two tweets and she was like, Oh shit. Like, I can't believe I said this. I have to apologize. And that's what makes me think it's going to blow over because I think that she really meant it. And I think with cancel culture, the, the hard thing is like, you know, it's accountability, which is, super important because we just literally didn't have any accountability for so long like Jerry Seinfeld just dated that teenager for god knows how long and just nobody <laughs> nobody Too said long. a word right no one talks about it and no there one. are photos you can google it photos of him picking her up from high school yeah like like legit photos of like there's no way you didn't <laughs> just very romantic he's her babysitter but yeah. uh um, no, <laughs> love is love. Love, love, is, love is, is love. Love is love is love. Lynn <laughs> Manuel Miranda endorsed Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> oh my I'm god! Just imagining no. his speech with everyone like a huge rounding applause, like yeah, <laughs> go Jerry. I uh, can date a teenager. This is what it's the plus beautiful. is for an LGBTQ plus. <laughs> plus, oh my god, no, oh, no, plus seventeen year olds. Oh, terrible. But what the point of it all is there is accountability, and then it gets to a point right where it's like we we get some accountability, and it feels good because we haven't had it for so long, mm. and then now we're at a point where it's like people take accountability and then people either accept their apology or they don't. And then it's like, now what? It's not even yeah. now what in yeah. the sense of like, 
now what is in i don't know how to adequately punish this person anymore but it's just like you know there's public outrage on twitter instagram or whatever for like two to three days and then just nobody knows what to do anymore and then like the canceled person just like gets a Substack newsletter and goes on with their life like what yeah that's the part that's so fascinating is like there's this huge outrage they get fired and then you forget about it and then like a year later when you remember you're like where is this person oh they're thriving like who was that one uh anchor who brian brian williams brian williams who like lied about i forget the detail he lied about something it was like iraq he lied about something about being in a helicopter crash in Iraq. yes something oh. very specific yeah it was intense and they lied and then he lost his job and it was a whole thing and then i googled him i was like oh he's an anchor again <laughs> I was like, okay cool hmm. and nobody talked which is <laughs> live your best life again i don't know all the details i don't want to say it's fine in case he's like a I war was a, criminal but i uh, was about <laughs> to say like the same thing with hilaria with Ilaria baldwin but then she's just allowed to have another kid i don't know why my <laughs> mind went there <laughs> she had another kid she did so many kids they have five, so many. Five with just them, right? And then he has like one on his own. No, he has or, like Ireland you know. Baldwin. And then they have yes, like six or maybe even seven. I think they have. No, I know she had one that she like was pregnant with. And I think that there's another one that, that she had via a surrogate, a surrogate at the same yeah. time. The only way for Hilaria Baldwin to absolve herself of sin is if she just names that baby like the whitest name possible. Greg. <laughs> if that's if that baby is not named like Devin or Cole or like Yes. Move to Kentucky, raise it there. <laughs> Make sure. Name it Tucker or Cooper. Especially yes. yeah. If that baby is not really into lacrosse. <laughs> exactly. Private schools. Let's just, just say it better be. Just like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I do have um something about like um the idea of sort of like the rise of cancel culture. Tell me what you think about this. I think it's mm-hmm. very much tied to Trump's presidency and a lot of people feeling powerless and wanting to reclaim a sense of power by taking someone down and that feeling of accomplishment. What do you think of that? That is interesting. I don't know if it's Trump's presidency, I'm so fascinated to see what we're going to look back on this time. I almost feel in some ways that we give him too much credit, but maybe we also don't give him enough for just the (laughs) crazy things that he did because it just, the world felt, it started to feel normal to be insane almost. (laughs) So I can't even like look back at it and be like, what was him? What was not? I think that's an interesting way to look at it. And I think you're right. There is something that's happened like in the last few years where people are like, I have a little bit of power. I want to use this power to destroy someone. Because sometimes when people get canceled and it's like, that tweet was from 2011. I'm like, how did you, I do my little Instagram show and I have to go through Twitter. It is so hard to go back and look through people's old tweets. Like, I do not know how people have the time nor the patience to do that. But I guess if you have nothing else in your life, (laughs) it's just like, (laughs) let me dig through Twitter. So yeah, maybe I think we're all just like trying to grasp onto something. And if you have that much energy and negativity, uh, you're like, sure, let's do this. Let's ruin a life today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's hard because I really do believe like in my heart of hearts, like there are a lot of people who super deserve to be held accountable. Right. And then there's the people who it's like, I know that like, Allison Roman talked shit about Chrissy Teigen or something last around this time last year, but the people acting outraged, I know they didn't get their feelings hurt. 
by Allison Roman. You know? Exactly. Maybe some did. Like, maybe someone was like, this fucking curry, this fucking stew you make is just a curry and you're appropriating and my mom makes that dish, you know, and you fucking suck. Like, that's one thing. But like her interview being like, I hate Chrissy Teigen. And then Chrissy Teigen being like, well, I just signed on as your executive producer. So you probably shouldn't say that. That should have just been called dumb. Not like you hate Asian people. Because yes. I just don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I can't accept her apology. I'm not Asian, but I just don't, I just don't think so. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, jumping to conclusions. I was imagining to see you on Twitter just going, I accept her apology. (laughs) (laughs) I know you all wanted this, but I, Gabby Jordan-Brown. Hey, I know this is a year late, and I know I'm like the wrong race to do this, but I, Allison Roman, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Allison. (laughs) We appreciate you. You're welcome back into our game. we're cool, babe. Just, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I still make her stew, so I guess we are cool. That actually leads me, did you hear, Vanessa, about Chrissy Teigen leaving Twitter? Did I hear about it? I also didn't hear about this. Really? No. I I feel like a lot happened in the last week with Twitter, or it was kind of overshadowed by um, Jessica Walters dying, I think. people were Also, the shrimp and the cinnamon toast crunch. Yes, that overshadowed a lot, and it needed not to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I did hear Chrissy Teigen left Twitter. What a wild and courageous move, man. Aren't we all just working to leave Twitter? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my number one career goal at this point. <laughs> I want to see that in Live, Laugh, Love font in, in, a, in a kitchen. Aren't we all just working to leave Twitter? <laughs> that would be amazing. Live, in laugh, go outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I really do think this Chrissy Teigen thing, and let me know what you guys think about this, is just a pro- a byproduct of, like, in 2010, I feel like everyone was like, Chrissy Teigen is how I would be if I was super rich, because she's, like, you know, enjoying being rich, but she's also kind of quirky and fun. And now we're at this point, and I think maybe it's because of Trump and the economy getting so bad, where we're like, no one should be that rich. If you're that rich, you should just give everything away. So when Chrissy Teigen is like, uh, I gifted, you know, a horse to my maid. Everyone's like, well, that's not relatable. And Christy Teigen's like, damn, but it used to be. You know what? It used to be relatable. <laughs> but it used to be. Remember the days? Oh, man. See, I I cannot judge her in the sense of like, I never take social media that real, but I get that there's a lot of people who do. I don't have, I know Lucas, you have a pretty large following. Can you not turn off comments from like crazy people or do you just have to let it all flood in? It's interesting on TikTok, I can filter out certain comments. So I've like, I have a list of like keywords that I just block. So every time I say show your dick. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, no, that I allow, but I, 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 That I allow. That's that's all good, clean fun. No, but um, I I I outlawed um like Trump, Trump twenty twenty, bunch of that. Also, Daddy and Senpai. I got called that a lot, and I was like, I don't I don't like this. This is I yeah a little bit yeah. yeah I also that's yeah I also get like uh, sometimes like weird DMs um things like uh, like uh, I want to undress that string bean of a body of you, that oh. you have I've, I got that a couple days ago I was like I feel I don't want to be seen like well that. once again yeah. you don't have to call me out like that but okay <laughs> yes but you have you can just call me up anytime and I'll just strip for you that's okay <laughs> like this you, well, have, good to know. you have my number but um <laughs> okay but in terms of like um getting rid of certain comments I 
at the beginning of TikTok, like my time on TikTok, I um, I was really affected by negative comments. But then I realized I could just pretend that they were positive. So if someone says, let, let's say like I do an impression video and someone's saying, I don't know why you even do this. That's not even close. And I go, oh, I'm so glad you like that impression. And then they and then they go, no, I'm saying it's bad. Like, no offense. It's just bad. I'm like, oh, stop it. You're too kind. Like I, I and then I and then people like come to my defense. They're like, yeah, mess with. and so I treat it almost like an improv exercise um, or like just like you shouldn't make videos. I'm like, I love you too, dad. That's how I respond. <laughs> just like just weird shit. And yeah, so. Yeah. I, and so I try to come up with new ways to just fuck with people basically. And that, yeah. and now it becomes fun. Like I almost look forward to it. And so in terms of like, I don't know if this could, Chrissy Teigen, if you're listening, um, <laughs> she is. just like at she the end is. of the day, oh, yeah. at the end of the day, like, I also don't believe like there, I think there should be a certain, I don't know, like an upper limit. Like there are some people that are too rich. You shouldn't have $190 billion, Mr. Bezos <laughs> like that. But like, I, but if you're sharing like your wealthier lifestyle, I don't think that's like a sin necessarily. I don't think that's like evil. And so like if people are going to hate and like that's going to happen. Sort yeah, of. I mean, it must, Twitter must be the worst if you have like a huge, huge following on there because I've seen so many people like the horse thing. I, I can imagine that she was getting more than just the casual like you're too rich or that's cute. She's probably getting like kill yourself. And yeah. she's like, what is this about? So I, that would be difficult, but it is funny because people get so negative so fast over the dumbest stuff where you're like, really? Oh, yeah. You drove a woman off Twitter because, because of why? Like, <laughs> what was this for? <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, it's definitely become more common for people to project all of their bullshit onto different, like, tweets that people like oh absolutely there was this comedian dana donnelly donnelly who posted a photo of herself crying in in her kitchen and she just happened to have like a really nice stove and the story behind it was like her dad died and like left her family a lot of money like and so they like just happened to have a nice stove but all these people were commenting like yeah, like I wouldn't be crying if my stove was that nice. It's like, oh what makes that appropriate for you yeah. to cut? Are you saying she should have a shitty stove? Like, I don't care. <laughs> I want 50 burners as well. Go fuck yourself. Who cares? Yeah, that's insane. If a parent dies, you just got to move to a shack in the woods for crying to be appropriate. Just <laughs> yeah. like, right. Yeah, of course. Film all videos wow. in a tiny enclosed space. are crazy i do have a question for you guys and this is interesting i think i found have you ever discovered that someone in your life is an internet troll like a real one no No, but what's interesting i have a sort of answer is that i um i know a comedian um who probably wouldn't mind me mentioning his name but just for safety i I don't think i will but he um Mm -hmm. he told me that he used to be one and he, and he described how it was just the most evil space of mind, just the darkest place in his life. And that that's what per- made him like be an internet troll, like commenting mean things. And he said, it was the worst time of my life. It's a hundred percent just you projecting out your negativity. Yeah. And so, and now he doesn't, and he sees like therapists and he's hilarious and he's awesome. But yeah, he, he definitely says he understands like what state of mind you must be in where you're commenting such hateful shit. Yeah, that's interesting. I had a person in my life who I will not disclose, who I found out they weren't like a full blown, not like that, where it was like, 
wow, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. aggressive. But it was like, I would like scroll, be scrolling and I would see like a celebrity's Instagram post and they would have commented like how, like it was an Ellen Instagram post. And they're like, how dare you have that person on your show? One time I saw them in the grocery store and they were rude to me or just like, and I was like, what do you Whoa. do? <laughs> it's like, it was, was this someone like close to you or was it just like someone you knew? You no, know, like someone who I was like, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) How do you have that conversation with someone of just being like, don't do this. Like who cares? (laughs) Did you ever bring it up? No, I didn't know them that well, but I knew them well enough that I'm like, I knew them, but not well enough to be like, Hey, so what's this about your weirdo? (laughs) Oh my God. It was so strange. So I was like, this is a little, all right. People sometimes I think forget that you can like see, it was around the time when Instagram started doing that thing where it was like, they surface your friends' comments specifically. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And before so, your comments would just get lost in some big shuffle. So if yes, you, if you commented on like a contestant from the Bachelor's post, like this girl should have mm-hmm. won instead, like no one Nobody would see, would see it. it. Yeah. yeah. What but mean, now it's like Gabby. What mean comment would you leave under a post <laughs> from a contestant on the Bachelor? What What would know. you call them out for? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is such a good question. I don't think I would say anything mean, but I would say I I actually have like, um, I have this terrible habit and it's not like I'm sliding into DMs because obviously like I'm in a relationship. This is also something Sylvie knows I do, but I will comment on like stories from people who were on The Bachelor being like, so proud of everything you're doing. You were too good for him <laughs> <Aww>. anyway. <laughs> That's, That's really so cute. Sweet. Like, I, I have that. no problem sliding into people's DM. And people have responded to me, like, contestants from shows I watch. Like, I used to watch this show called Are You The One? And I messaged this contestant being like, I'm so proud of your season. You guys did a great job. And she was like, oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. And now, like, every once in a while, I'll just reply to her stories. And she'll, like, she has a boyfriend who she met on the show. And she posted at one point, like, who asked who out like according to this conversation and like posted a screenshot with her and her boyfriend I was like I think you asked him out and he she was like oh my goodness I agree thank you for saying that like it's very nice I think it's definitely a parasocial relationship like I I know on every level that we're not actually friends but that is what I feel comfortable (laughs) there is one time that there is I will say there is one time where I reached out to someone who I saw on tv and it was um, this dude who um, got himself vaccinated after like his mom is like big anti-vaxxer. He has younger siblings and he like was in uh-huh. the news because like he is talking about like how he was lied to and how he hoping to get his younger siblings vaccinated and stuff. And I thought that he was just using his platform really well. And so I sent him, I think it was actually on Facebook. It was like back in 2012 or 2013 where I said, hey, uh, no need to respond to this. I just want to say like, I also vaccinated myself when I was 18 and I think you're using your platform really well. I wish you the best um, and all, all that good stuff, basically. And I never got a response, never wanted one. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope he got it. I so, love yeah. that. Using your power for good. What's the opposite of an internet troll? Like Me. a fairy? A, <laughs> a Lucas. Me. Yeah. A Lucas. <laughs> Have you ever, Vanessa, slid into like a reality star's DMs or like somebody's DMs from? Uh, I have not yet, but I've developed a quarantine crush on this actor <gasps> called Jordan Calloway. He's like I need way to look too him big up. and way too famous. He's so cute. I'm Googling um, right he now. Was on, he was on the show Unfabulous. 
he oh played Oh my it. goodness, yes! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember He's this grown guy. Up to be very oh, he cute. is hot. He is, he is so hot. cute. I saw him on um, uh, Black Lightning, and that yes. show was amazing. He was so yes. good. Yes, so good. Every time I see his post, I'm like, should I just like fire emoji? What? One hundred percent. Yeah, you gotta drop the flames. It's the easiest thing to do. That's why all the straight men do it. They just drop the flames because yeah. it's so easy. It's <laughs> yes. so it's so good. It's like the it's like the woman in the red dress dancing that emoji. It's just so yes. versatile. It's a very See, versatile emoji. That's the way to do it. I've never successfully dropped into someone's. Every time I think I slipped into someone's DMs and I like show a friend, they're like, "That's not what that was." <laughs> I'll <laughs> like do the one hundred or like a little praise hands, and they're like, "That means nothing." But <laughs> that's not flirting. <laughs> It's just what, weird. What you're doing is telling them to find Jesus. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, Praise let me block Lord. this girl. Keep shining. Keep flying. You're glowing. Just like... Go queen. They're like, what is going on with Quit girl? Twitter. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Uh, uh, dying. So you'll Noah, make it off Twitter guys... someday, kid. Just keep plugging away. Oh my God. Keep doing it. <laughs> you'll get there. Oh my god! Keep Are you grinding, guys into the DMs? Just... <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Keep grinding, King. That's gonna yeah. get me blocked. Keep grinding, King. Yeah, <laughs> or not, or not, mm. depending on how how saucy he is. Based on the mm. two episodes of Unfabulous, I remember. Mm. <laughs> this is gonna be. Well, I'll show it this at our wedding. <laughs> yeah, like, this is weird. <laughs> no, say that in your DM. Be like, I will show this at our wedding. Just. <laughs> I did a podcast. Maybe I'll send him this podcast. Like, just listen. Oh. If you're into it, I'm here. I have a question, Vanessa. Um, let's say uh, someone slides into D- into your DMs and you normally, okay, and let's say, I don't know if you do normally, but let's say you normally never respond to them. What okay. is something someone could say in sliding into your DMs that would catch your attention? That would make Ooh. you go, this, this, I'm, I can't just write this off yet. This is a good question because I mm. don't, why well, I'll respond to people. I, people don't sign in my DMs. Not like that. Um, let's say someone be, did. Let's say someone did. What would be something that, that would catch me? Uh, oh man, it would have to be, it would probably have to be funny. Cause anything like cute, just like if you don't know someone comes across as creepy, you know, if they're like, Hey, beautiful. You're like, all right, chill yeah. out. Okay. Calm down. So it'd have to be something like funny or like, I liked this thing. Also, also saying that you like a thing someone did can also come off as creepy. I have a lot of red flags because <laughs> I'm yeah. like, are you watching me? So no, I get just, it. For some reason, positivity just online. Just complimenting you on the sweater you're wearing right now. <laughs> yeah. And you're sitting by a window. <laughs> <laughs> I am by a window. They're like, when you were at 3 p.m. Friday, nailed that look. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Want to get married? Um, yeah, it has I to some, be something funny. Forgive me for interrupting. I sometimes yep. get DMs being like, hey, did I see you in the park? I'm like, the f- I got those. No. And, I, and the thing is, I was in the park and I was like, oh, nothing. Oh, wow. The worst. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they probably weren't trying to be creepy. They're like, this probably is Probably not, but I still don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's weird. Yeah. I feel but like internet positivity just comes off sometimes as like a huge boner. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's like when men over 40 are too positive online, I'm like, you should just you should just delete your account <laughs> yeah something about it feels weird it's like mm, no mm. no thank you <laughs> yeah there's this comedian i used to follow and i i won't name him obviously but he used to have these jerry seinfeld it was definitely jerry seinfeld <laughs> he used to have these posts that were like 
good morning. Like you're going to make the world a better place. And I was like, I, please put your dick back in your pants. I, <laughs> I don't care if you mean it. Like that's disgusting. <laughs> stop it. Like, please stop. No, <laughs> neg me. Whatever you're selling. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, a, something about I'm, like, don't be too sincere. <laughs> I'm just imagining Seinfeld saying. <laughs> yeah. Just like, good morning. You're going to make the day wonderful. You're going to have a great algebra test. (laughs) So proud of you. I'll pick you up later. And it's the 90s. There's that amazing comic who does that bit. That's like he impersonates Jerry Seinfeld. And then he comes out on stage and he's like, why are girlfriends always talking about homework? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't remember his name. Oh, that's so good. We'll write it in our show notes, which we've, yeah. we've yeah. never done show notes, no. but we will do them <laughs> for this. this I time. didn't even know we had show notes until now. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, I made it up. I just hear it on other podcasts. I'm like, oh yeah, the mm. show notes. I'm like, yeah, that's a mm, thing. Yeah, that's. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what do you guys think would be a good DM? Yeah, mm. I agree with you. Something funny or like, here's a million dollars. Go spend it. No strings attached. <laughs> Check your Venmo. There's a million dollars. I do know that like when I used to use dating apps, which I haven't done since college, because I haven't like really been single in like a solid way since I was like 22. But we get it. (laughs) You're happy. I'm hot. Okay. (laughs) I'm sexy. Yeah, I used to I used to like I hated when people were sincere. Like, how's your Friday going? I don't give a shit. Fuck you. You slide in, you better say something hilarious and witty and incisive. Or, you know what, how's your Friday going isn't bad among, like, sincere DMs, but just being like, hey, or, like, um, I'm looking for a relationship. Like, that is so forward. I can't stand that. So anything a little self-effacing. I don't like small talk. I need a jumping off point. If you're like, hey, how's your Friday? I'd be like, ugh. But if you're like, hey... Friday's great, isn't it? Rebecca Black's song. I'm like, all right. Oh, that's funny. We got something. It is a great song. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bop. (laughs) And she's gay now. Is she? I did not know that. Rebecca Black came out and she's just like this hot, queer, like girl with bangs hanging around. I know nothing about that, her. If you would have asked me, I'd have said she's probably still 14. <laughs> she never grew up. It's crazy. She's just sitting oh in the God. studio singing that song. <laughs> she's locked in the studio. Oh my she's God, like, we need to free her. Shit. She's like, no, I was thinking she's like Miss Havisham in Great Expectations. Like she's just in the same clothes, but it's just covered in cobwebs. <laughs> yeah. There's a, like, just Friday. rotting food all around her. She's like, hey, from- Friday, Friday. <laughs> Does anyone want to get down on Friday? That was in 2012, Rebecca. It's still 2012 to me. <laughs> oh, my God. What a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in terms of like DMs, like something that I, if I, I'm also not single, but if I was, and if I, uh, I'm trying to think like, well, because the thing is like, I, I'll be honest, I do get a lot of DM requests, a lot of oh, DM requests. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's most often not like, hey, we're trying, it's, it's sometimes just like, I mentioned you in my story or just like, I like your stuff. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean like a very, but a very, I meant like I get a lot of those, but a small fraction of those are like, I'm interested in you. I would say like 2%. 
It's like very low. Okay. Um, Have you ever gotten any good ones that if you were single, you'd be like, yeah, for real. Um, not really. It's, 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 it's always just sort of made me feel like gross. The idea of like (laughs) responding to one. I don't know why it always felt very, I I don't know. I it always rubbed me the wrong way. Just meeting someone like that. I just, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had someone, I actually had someone said, Hey, I just saw you on Bumble, but I just wanted to, I never do this, but I wanted to try messaging you. Um, just hi, what's up? And I was just like, if I swipe left on you on Bumble, take the message. I'm sorry. <laughs> just like, it's wow. I love that they were like, let me try this other one. He probably just didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. I was, but um, yeah, I don't think anything would work. I mean, it would probably, it would have to be something intriguing, like something like I like, like it may, something that would engage me on my interest. Like maybe I mentioned like a show I watched as a kid and be like, Hey, I love that show as a kid. Did you also watch this or something like that? I'm just curious. Something, something to engage Kelly me Tubbies. on what I actually, exactly. Highbrow literature. Um, I like, I prefer the book. Um, or if it's, what if it was a Teletubby in your DMs? What? <laughs> one Teletubby. <laughs> Which one? The yellow one? It, <laughs> like, hey. Is that Lala? I think so. I, I think it was. I have no idea. Hello, I am Lala. You watched me when you were four. <laughs> Care to have brunch? I, I have that to Google them to see which one was the hottest. But Vanessa, I feel like you were <gasps> saying something and we cut you off. And then Who I'm going to give my opinion. Who was the hottest Teletubby? <laughs> which was the oh, hottest? God. I don't know if I started a relationship with someone via the DMs. Is it just me? Am I incredibly insecure? I don't know if I could trust it. <laughs> I think yes. how many girls are no. in your DMs? Yeah. Well, that's exactly what in my mind. I'm like, I'm not sure if I should trust this. I, do, I In my mind, that is untrustworthy. I don't know if I don't yeah. know if that's a wrong assumption to make, but that is I get a mm, that's my that's my gut reaction. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm like, if I met you that way, I don't, for some reason, that type of communication or meeting other than other things, I'm like, if you were talking to me, then you must be talking to other girls. And like, how many other girls? And if we were actually in a relationship, I'm like, do you just answer DMs from random girls? <laughs> I don't know. I'm crazy. No, I understand. I, I, I'm with you on that. And I think also, but, but, but the counterpoint to that is I feel like some people like meet and get married from the DMs. I, uh, and that is can true. Happen. And you remember, I think Zuby, who was on our podcast, she actually met someone who, I don't know if they're still together, but at the time she was seeing someone who had slid into her DMs. Uh, And apparently, um, as I remember, she seemed like excited and was going well. So it's not impossible. Definitely not impossible. In quarantine, it's one thing because I feel like there are people who are just scrolling through like girls and girls and girls and just DMing like whoever, right? But then there's also people who like, maybe just know someone through a friend of a friend and like followed them and thought like this person's really cute and it seems like what they're up to is really interesting i should message them so i feel like it could be anything um i don't know because i always just met people in real life because i'm hot (laughs) you know (laughs) once again speaking of hot i think that the purple teletubby is the hottest one because that (laughs) tinky winky or yeah um, I don't know their, okay. their names offhand. But oh, like, I remember them all. I remember very well. Doesn't he just I still look self-assured? Like the, the yellow one? The daddy of the group, for sure. <laughs> but is that because it's the tallest one? 
Yeah, that's all I was going off of. I'm a total height queen. I am a height queen, baby. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to these jelly dubbies, oh yeah. (laughs) He's also the one that I remember and the theme, like he's the one that gets named first. So it's like, come on, we we know order of ranking and then Poe is last. (laughs) Yeah. Poe, that that name sounds familiar for some reason. That's a little interesting. Yeah, the the little one, the red one. Okay. Yeah. I still remember it was like Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala. La. And then they just say Poe. Po. <laughs> po. Oh, yeah, maybe that's why. Poe is an afterthought. Poe is an accident. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, I guess we have Poe's, to have more, whatever. Poe is a result of a drunken night at the Motel 8. Just like <laughs> <laughs> all the other kids were planned. Poe is depressed now. Poe is a stand up comedian. Poe is the only one that didn't have funds ready for college. And that's a good <laughs> I said, I'm the sorry, Poe. You have to go to CUNY. I went to CUNY. Poe so. went to SUNY Plattsburgh. That's <laughs> such a specific diss. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, um, hard pivot here. Oh, Vanessa, yeah. before we recorded this, we sent you a TikTok that I had found when I was really stoned at 2 a.m. I'm so um, excited yeah. about this. Of a man talking about uh, aquifarians, mermaids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So after doing some research, I'm going to ask you for our listeners, do you now believe mermaids are real? I, <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Not, I don't, not because of that video. Here, conspiracy, the conspiracy theorist community, if you are listening you need to get some more like regular old normal spokespeople, like not the people, <laughs> not the people doing it in the forest. He walked into the camera and was like, <laughs> it's like, what is happening? And then he used words like humanoid. And he was like, what else did he, he was like, um, the elites and they want you to believe. And I was like, listen, yeah. I need you to just be like sitting on a couch with a cup of tea and a sweater. Like, hey, did you guys know that mermaids exist? They're called aquasbarians. And I'd be like, you know what? I trust you. This man, I was like, why are you in the forest? <laughs> why is no one else around? <laughs> are they tracking you? <laughs> What's going well, on? And they should well also, be. Well, also, if you're just sitting down, it's like, okay, this person is stable enough to have a home. So it's like. <laughs> Yes, exactly. He was in the forest and I was like, he lives there. He's going to go to sleep right after filming this. <laughs> he was like, that is yeah. such a good point. I've never thought of that. If conspiracy theorists were just chill guys. Chill, yeah. you know? Like, you know what? What about the moon? Doesn't exist. I'd be like, huh, tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just so intense. So That's I can't, thing. I thought, oh, go ahead. No, I didn't have anything to say. I've never seen a, a sort of downbeat, downplayed conspiracy theorist. You're absolutely right. That's it. No, they're like agitated and like ready to just like escape. Yeah, yeah the language they yeah, use. Yeah, they're always. <laughs> they're on yeah. edge. Yeah. And that's just not where I exist. So <laughs> Their eyes are always like this as well. They're always like happy. Yeah, he literally stepped into the camera was like, so Aquafarians. <laughs> I was like, whoa. It's like, this is aggressive. This he is said, cool. There are no coincidences. The fact that you are watching this video means you are energetically aligned with me. I was like, I'm watching this video because it is on my For You page, man. Like, yes. I am not energetically aligned with anybody. I can barely spell. I don't exactly. know. But people are energetically aligned with me because I am hot. This is my Gabby <laughs> impression. I, it's a good impression. You are yeah, an impression. 100%. Thank you very much. <laughs> 
I'm doing this from my pajamas, so this is an even funnier layer of things. Like I'm in matching jammies, being with oh, like I my my that. stuffed animal collection back here, being like oh I'm God, so, so sexy, hot. so hot, Gabby. The but um, but Vanessa, so as we were, uh, so Gabby first uh, sent this to me, and then we started talking about a docu- documentary in quotes uh, that we saw. I think it was on Animal Planet or was it Discovery? I think it was, it was Animal on Animal Planet. Planet. Yeah, it was called Mermaids: The Body Found, and it was about oh. it was about um, basically like. In cave paintings across the world, there are these drawings of very similarly designed mermaids or aquatic apes, as they're as they're called. And basically, it goes into this theory. But the thing is, it also sort of plays a little bit on your logic, because the theory that they propose is that as like primates were developing, there was an offshoot that got into the water and not like fully, but sort of like dipping in and out. And over time, it got adapted to the water and like it would have less hair on the body. So it would have less drag in the water. And and they're like, and so, and, and, but then that sort of primate species split and one went back on land and the other went permanently in water. And the theory is that we human, that theory that they put forward in the documentary quote um mm-hmm. is that humans are from the offshoot of the semi-aquatic thing which is why babies naturally hold their breath underwater where, whereas chimpanzees don't why we're almost completely hairless and why like some people i think can even focus their eyes better in water it's like there are a lot of like aquatic adaptations that no other primates or apes have and it made you think it made me think i was like holy shit is this real are we like an offshoot of some semi-aquatic ape and that yeah it turned out that is- though that it was all fake. The whole and everyone and everyone in the documentary was paid actors. <laughs> it was all fake. Stop. I just want to say Lucas just really? explained that as if like he was <laughs> writing it on the spot. He was like, "Okay, so there's these like." I thought about it so much. You were like when I saw it? it, I was like, I think I was in high school, and I saw it, and I was just like, "What?" But then you learned at the end that it's all fake. I was like, well, "What do I do with this now?" Thinking that I'm aquatic, just like, what yeah. do I do with this? <laughs> You're like, where do I go from here? See, that's what my theory of always like, I am the person who I, everyone's always like, I want to know like government secrets and I want to know if the aquifarians are among us. And I'm like, I don't, I want to get my overpriced latte in the morning. I want to go do my little comedy. I want to lay my head down to sleep and I want to go on in ignorance. I don't, if I watched that documentary, I would be like, how do I live now? How do I go on knowing that this is happening? That's what, what. That's why I'm like, I can't believe in conspiracy theories because I, I wouldn't be good. I would be the agitated person who's like, guys, can I tell you about Aquafarians? <laughs> <laughs> People are like, are you okay? I'm not. <laughs> no. Well, I do feel like to play quote unquote devil's advocate here, even though the devil obviously has never needed an advocate. I imagine <laughs> that if you genuinely believe in a conspiracy theory and like no one else around you believes it, that could make you crazy. And that's <laughs> why they're all like that. I think you're right. That is that is very true. If you earnestly in your heart of hearts believe that the earth was flat, I don't know how you could operate any other way. <laughs> like that oh would be everything that you know what I mean? That would be yeah. it. if you didn't believe It'd be all you thought about for sure. Yeah. You couldn't get anything done. Nothing. <laughs> you want to make you an Excel buy a spreadsheet? Latte. You're gonna be like, I'm buying this latte <laughs> on a flat fucking earth. Just <laughs> you'd be like guys listen okay we're walking around in a simulation get it together 
I just, I agree with that. You would have to be agitated. You can't live with that truth. Did you guys see soul. the Flat Earth documentary on Netflix though? No. Was that the okay. one that came out a few years ago? Maybe a couple, but like- I think I, I did. I saw it last year though. And it's, the title is genius. It's called Behind <laughs> the Curve. That is awesome. Interesting. Because I love I, that. It's such a good title. And- they hone in on like a few people who were like big in like the flat earth community. And what's interesting is that everyone who's like a lot of the big sort of players in the flat earth community, they're actually kind of scientific people and that they try to test out stuff. And, uh-huh. But the thing is, every one of their experiments points to the earth being round. Like, yeah. and they just keep thinking, oh no, there's something <laughs> wrong with the equipment. We've got to do something different. They keep like reshaping stuff to fit their narrative and going on to the next thing even though everything points to the earth being round that was like me trying to be in a relationship with a man like oh he's just yeah not, he's just not hot enough i don't know like maybe it's not work i'll just keep trying <laughs> you're like i'll see who knows maybe who knows? the next one maybe it, my question about the flat earth thing and maybe this is just me and my lack of knowledge in time and space and everything uh what would change for them, for us, if the world was flat, is does does something cease to exist at that point? <laughs> I think Why are it's they so the, passionate? I think it's the atmosphere. I think it's that like if the Earth is flat, NASA is faking everything. Like NASA is yeah. If you try and like uh, you know take a jet or whatever out to space, like it won't work or something. I think that's what it is. Uh, I could I could be crazy because I just I know about this from Chris Sure has that great joke where it's like <laughs> she talks about like this flat earther who mm-hmm. tried to make a rocket and go up into space in it just to prove that nothing would happen to him and then he died and her punchline <laughs> is like have you ever been that wrong <laughs> <laughs> I love Chris ah, what a oh, fucking that's genius so <laughs> that's uh I will say something that I remember from the documentary is that because their model of the earth isn't round. So they have this like sort of flat model of like the flat earth and at the center is like the North pole. And then all of the continents are sort of surrounding it. And then there's like a ring of ice mountains, which is basically Antarctica, Mm. but they think it's around everything else instead of just at the other end. So they want to they want to travel beyond that and see what is beyond in the on a in a flat plane like this. So like they just want to beyond, walk like, there. They just want to walk to Antarctica. <laughs> like, Walking cool. distance, just yeah. That's what they're Basically. saying. They're like, we don't need airplanes. We'll just walk. It's fine. Yeah, yeah that's so interesting. I just googled yeah. what would happen if the Earth was flat. Um, Thank you. Just to see, like, what actually what it actually means it would not behave much like the planet we know today in fact humanity and everything else would be dead well okay i mean then (laughs) (laughs) that's literally what the article says that is a great example of why the government might be hiding things from us they're like we're not going to answer that just know that you would be dead don't look into it I think Vanessa, you and me are we have to. you and me are the same in that way because I'm like, okay, I'd be dead, so it's clearly not true. I'll just move <laughs> yeah. on and do something else. Like I don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Good enough. Good enough for me. It's also like the crazy thing of like looking out into the stars and seeing like other planets that are all round and just going, no, we're different. <laughs> 
the laws of physics that compact matter together into a planet totally different here yeah. just well, like you would, have, you would have to rearrange your thinking on everything you're like well then those planets don't exist that's where my mind would go we're flat they don't exist nothing's real <laughs> i was imagining like one of them going like okay yeah but earth just tried harder to be flat so like <laughs> other planets put in the effort just like yeah. if the earth can do it so can you yes. <laughs> okay <laughs> if the earth can do it you can go on that diet honey okay <laughs> the earth did crossfit okay Oh I'm my wondering, god. <laughs> I'm wondering if there's like any of the planets that are like, no, we stand a thick queen, go Jupiter. Just like <laughs> Wait, this question came up last Amazing. night in a conversation I was having with some friends, and I don't know why it came up, but it was which planet is the sexiest? Oh. Saturn has a ring on it, so it doesn't need yeah. to feel that sexy. Oh, that's true. That so Many people would say Uranus, but I think it's mm. low-hanging fruit. <laughs> I well, Venus is the hottest planet. It's true. closest to the sun. That's true. That makes it sexiest. I think maybe go. Pluto, because if you like people who uh, disappear for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what could be more of that than Pluto? It if was a planet. Love absent partners. Yeah, Pluto ghosted the solar system. It's too cool. That's it wasn't epic. Neil deGrasse Tyson deciding it wasn't a planet. It was Pluto being like, "I'm not ready <laughs> to be a planet right now." Whoa! Oh my god! You imagine this between us? Whoa! Incredible. Uh, I don't know why, but I started thinking that Neptune was like the e-girl of the planets, just like. <laughs> Just kind of moody. You don't you don't hear too much about it, but it was just like, no, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. True. <laughs> Neptune oh. is waking up in the morning, thinking about the many things. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about some many things. I just was thinking about <laughs> I hate that sound so deep. I hate oh that. God. I feel like I'm gonna be like in the old folks' home at 75, and my nerve. <laughs> but be like waking up. Shut up! Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? There are flying cars now. You need to go back to sleep, Grandma. <laughs> um, I'm I'm trying to think about like what Gen Z are going to be like when they're old. Like, oh. that is a weird. Also, I'm wondering if they're instead of like laughing, they'll actually say "lol." I think we're part of that generation too. They're going to be like, "Oh, yeah. LMAO." Just what's yeah, the big gen z thing loud. again is it they like side parts or they like middle parts i can't remember i think the, i think middle parts are back and they skinny are. jeans are out they are out yeah i'm still i'm still wearing i'm wearing skinny jeans now i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna stop it you're not gonna get me in a pillow, pair of bell oh, yeah. bottoms i'm that age now <laughs> i'm like sorry yeah i, I like what i like i kind of want to get a pair of bell bottoms actually do you look great in those thank you own it yeah my time really passed. flatter your calves Thank you. <laughs> you have such beautiful calves. Um, should we hear from some listeners who may themselves be Gen Z? Ooh, mm. I don't know about it. Um, okay. I'm going to read a more vanilla one before we get into what I believe to be the craziest listener submission we've ever had. So listeners, oh, prepare. Yeah. Okay. One person just asked us a question, which is um, actually related to our conversation. Do you guys think Kim Kardashian gets sent nudes a lot? And if so, how do you hack an Instagram account? 
<laughs> wow. Oh, that is a great question. She probably definitely does. Yeah, there's no way she doesn't. Definitely. 100%. And now I've that also- she's single? Oh, yeah. yeah, she is single. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, she definitely. Celebrities. How many celebrities are in her DMs? That's what I would pay money. Don't they have like their own thing where they can talk to each other? Like, can't the verifieds like they have different settings when they like DM each other? I don't think so. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that there's like an extra level to messaging someone if you're both verified. I don't think that's a thing. No. Does it like filter though? Like people that you actually follow coming in a different place. I mean, if you follow each other, then then that's just going to be direct. I think if you follow each other, then that's going to be direct. But otherwise, okay. I don't think so. Interesting. Um, but yeah, in terms of like hacking, I mean, I would recommend not doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do it. But like, feels illegal. Yeah, it has crime vibes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Total crime vibe. I think this person, if you want to see the nudes Kim Kardashian gets, I mean, you could watch porn. It. It is out there. Or just go, or to go to ratemydickpick.com. There are dick flicks, uh, dick pics aplenty. Wow. That's not know that excited. Oh yeah. That's fascinating. People submit their dick pics and then they get a rating and a review. Just be like, Hey, I like what you did with the angle. I like the lighting. It's, it's, it's very wholesome. That's nice. It's very wholesome. (laughs) No, seriously. And also sometimes it's, um, uh, trans people who are using like dildos as their penis and going, Hey, I like, Hey, I love the way you're highlighting it. I, I think your penis looks wonderful. 10 out of 10 or something. It's like, it's very, it's very inclusive. I love that. Vanessa, yeah. have you ever gotten an unsolicited uh, pick in your DMs or anywhere on your phone? I, uh, I have not. Knock on wood. No. How many solicited ever. ones have you received? That's <laughs> uh, a secret I'll never tell. Okay. XOXO. <laughs> Gossip <Gossett> girl. <laughs> Mr. Calloway, the, it's open. <laughs> I swear. Oh man. I mean, oh, you man. guys have given me the courage. Maybe I'll slip into his DMs after. Hello. Please do. <laughs> I would I would love that. Okay. So now we come to a poem that someone has submitted that Gabby alerted me to. And I haven't read all the way through. So this is gonna be my all of our first proper reaction. Okay. The title is called Wario's Cake. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Interesting. Here here we go. (laughs) Big dino lady with noodle tongue and Mm. Sailor Moon meets Ludwig von Koopa hair with thick tail. Wario grips end of tail. Big dino lady don't give a shit. She just keeps stomping. Wario don't give a shit either. He pile drive her many times. Her thick head in ground. Now both Wario and Big Dino Lady are at one heart. After Wario grips end of tail once again, Big Dino Lady be stomping until she stomp on Stone Pillar at corner of stage. She androsses the living fuck out of Wario by jumping into the lava, flailing, and screaming coloratura soprano notes. Big Dino Lady dies belly down. Her tail above the lava where Wario sits like a good boy. (laughs) (sighs) Big Dino Lady sinks and Wario violently recoils when touching the lava. 
He survives on half a heart. Uh, he, sorry. He survives on half of a heart, landing back on stage. And finally, in a glorious circular pan, we see Wario's cake. Oh my god. I could see the battle take place and how someone just recorded it and was like hi and thought, I'm gonna make this a poem. <laughs> like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So to be clear, that was about a uh ba- a battle and not about Wario just like dicking down Birdo. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think okay. it was actually about because it said like the camera pans. And the thing is, like, I was imagining that on a Nintendo system, the way you can sort of like turn around or like sometimes you could pause the game and like turn the camera around to see different angles of the characters like in Super Smash Brothers, you know? Oh. So I was thinking that this maybe was some gameplay that was recorded and someone decided to wax very po- poetical. <laughs> sometimes I hear things and I'm like, I did not know that existed in the world. I didn't. And now I do. And I don't know if I'm better for it or not, but I think I am. I think I'm better for having heard that and yeah. uh, having learned. Uh, That's a good choice to make for yourself. What That's are they a called? Good... Uh, rule 30 or what is it? Rule 34 or rule Yeah, 36? if it exists, there's porn about it. Rule 34. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Interesting. That's yeah, what love. makes me think that this is, this is a pornographic poem. Also, I mean, we'll go we'll go line by line like we learned in school, okay? Oh, big, good. Big dino lady with noodle tongue. I mean, what is mm. she going to do with it? <laughs> just going to dip that noodle tongue into the ramen. I mean, just, yeah. And that the is... Sailor Moon meets Ludwig von Koopa hair. That to me feels like a wordy like analysis of her hair with a thick tail. So it was like here's how beautiful her hair was. It looks like mm-hmm. this. Here's her ass. It's a dump truck. It's thick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that you're just breaking it down from the beautiful language being like here's what it is. Okay. <laughs> I, I, it merits it though. It really does. And then Wario grips end of tail. Uh, so I want I, I, it's a little bit sort of caveman, like Wario grips end of tail. Just like, yes. it's a little big dino lady, don't give a shit. And then <laughs> she just keeps stopping. <laughs> and then like, Wario don't give a shit either. I think that's looking at like the sort of like very static face of the characters. They're like, mm, they're just like very sort of, and this is why I think it's gameplay. Because it's now not that always you're breaking like, it down like and then this, it's, uh, you know. Yeah, I think it, I think it is a battle. I think me and Gabby were very misunderstood, <laughs> and now I'm I'm getting where the battle is coming from. <laughs> Although, wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it be amazing if it turned out this is like uh, an artist interpretation of like one of the presidential debates between Biden and Trump? <laughs> just like they're like it's deep. If you just think who's about Wario it. and who's the big Dino Lady? In essence, who isn't both the Wario and the big Dino Lady? <laughs> And that is truth. Although, mm. Lucas, I think that you may be being a little generous here because I just Googled the term pile drive because I was like, my first thought was literally, <laughs> oh, is that a Super Smash Bros thing? And uh, oh, no, that's a, that's a sex thing. When a guy's cock is so huge that when he fucks her hard, his dick is whacking against her internal organs. And the example. Oh, that's what they call it. Oh, <laughs> The example they give on our dictionary 
they always give examples is I pile drived your girlfriend last night. Wow. And Why that's does- an example of something I could have lived without. Oh. <laughs> but this changes the interpretation of the poem because now we know I think it's an amalgam of game. I think though, but and pile driver, I think is that not also a wrestling move? The idea of just like pile, like that has to be that He's has right. to be a wrestling move. <laughs> yeah. I love this because there's arguments for literally both sides. I'm like, it could very well be either of these or both of them or none of them. <laughs> Imagine this getting studied in a hundred years in a college class. It just is. Like, it's deep. Yeah. There's so well, many potential meetings. Yeah. I think that this is like too much of what I learned, like being a creative writing major is like everyone had to analyze everybody's bullshit poems and short stories. So you'd read someone's short story and it would suck, but you'd have to find something nice about it because you couldn't be mean. So you'd be like... I like the character uh, who, uh, I like the jock character and I like how he's into math, you know, because it subverts the stereotype. Mm. And you'd always have to, to, to give it a positive spin. So I think that with this, I'm not saying this poem is bad because it's actually amazing. No, it's great. We love it's it. It's great. Um, I'm saying that I'm using like the literary skills I learned in high school and college. Yeah. <laughs> to give it a deeper analysis. Yeah. yeah. I also, it, it also reminds me of a Daniel Sloss stand-up bit where he's, it's about like art, crit, uh, art critical theory or something where someone is like criticizing or like breaking down a painting. It's like, there's like lots of like red and black, but then there's like a little yellow dot and someone says, and this yellow dot rep- represents the individual un- unable to relate to anyone else in the world. And then the artist is actually there just going, oh, that's a splash of paint when I was painting this other painting that was unintentional just like, and how everything either has like the simplest explanation or is totally unintentional and is not significant of anything. Basically just people can read anything into anything. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. That is it. Yeah. Also, I love Daniel Slash. Oh, I love him too. He's hilarious. Yeah. Um, What do you guys think of the line? If we're going paragraph, paragraph which I think we should, um, now both Wario and Big Dino Lady are at one heart. Oh, well, that's that's at their lives. Yeah. That's the amount of lives right. they have in the game. No, they, only, they all have one heart left. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't convince me. No. It's a sex <laughs> thing. Like, no. no, I think I think that's what it means to fall in love. You you share one heart. That's all. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So I think that Wario, and I assume this is about Birdo. I mean, who? Uh, not to stereotype, but who else is the big what? dino lady with the thick tail? Birdo, the the female Yoshi. You know Birdo. Oh. Why am I talking I never about her like name. she's? Why am I talking about her like she's one of our comedian friends? <laughs> <laughs> you did say you're like Bert, you know you know yeah Birdo Freak in the cave yeah. <laughs> She hosts that Mike at Lantern, you know, Birdo. Yeah. Oh, RIP to the Lantern. Oh my God. Oh. I am so sad about that. Oh, these venues I are know. closing and it's just bumming me out so much. Oh. I know. Yeah. Oh my do? God. Yeah. I'm looking at Birdo right now. I'm like, yeah, this is 100% it. That's but her. Does Birdo have hair? Because they said like Sailor Moon like hair didn't. Oh, oh, you're right. So maybe it's if this listener could just write back in and like clarify. <laughs> yeah. No, wait, it's, sorry. Sailor so Moon meets Ludwig von Koopa hair. Ludwig von Koopa. Who's Ludwig oh. von Koopa? Is that like another 
dictator. It's like Hitler, Mussolini, and then Ludwig von Kuba. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, this is this is really difficult. I feel like there are like gamers in the who are listening. They're like, no, it's this character, you fucking idiots. They're like, are you kidding me? You're gonna get a lot of listener response. Oh yeah, we're gonna yeah, I think so. There's another like, term I don't understand. It's called the it's uh she androses. She androses. I have no idea what that is. The living I think that might have been a typo, but I doubt it. I feel like no. this took too much effort and too much finesse. There yeah. is a so uh there's a character I guess in like a game whose name is Doctor Andros who like moves with venom, so maybe it's like an attack move. But also Ooh. Andros could be a double entendre for undress. <gasps> Oh. oh, I got an English degree for something. <laughs> Look yeah. at me, mom. Oh, I got it for it. something. Yes. Oh my god. For this, okay. for this moment right now. Um, and then one wow. last thing, and then we'll we'll circle off this amazing poem. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the cake, the cake comes back multiple. The cops are after me for that. Is what about I was wondering. Too much. Um, yeah. The cake is a, is it a metaphor? Is it his ass? I think it's is just it... butt. I think it's ass. Oh, it is. Okay. Well, then that's, I love that that's the last thing we can. What all do you do think? On. That's what Vanessa. cake means. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, yeah. I, everything well, I else was up I... to interpretation, but. <laughs> yeah, this one we're like, for sure. Uh, I think, I really think it could be both. I was going to say the language was so well written that I don't know. And that's why it could be either. Because if it was like poorly written, it'd be like, ah, okay, that was sex. Or if it was like, you'd be like, oh, it's a battle. But this was like, there's so much like good language that you're like, it literally could go either way. I don't know. I hope the person writes in there like, it was actually about my relationship with my father. I'd be like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. <laughs> it's about oh. my fear of intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Death, existential crisis. It's actually a resynthesis of Jack Kerouac's On the Road. <laughs> <laughs> would be incredible oh Um, okay so uh vanessa we are coming towards the end of the podcast and the thing we do at the end uh i know we could have you on for ages honestly you're so much fun all day you are a blast we do this thing called self-perception corner would you please describe how you believe you are perceived by other people and then we tell you how we perceive you Oh, this is so fun. Okay. I love this. Okay. Be as honest as you can. How I think I'm perceived by other people. I think other people perceive me as overly positive, uh, very bubbly, maybe standoffish because I'm an introvert. So I'm not like, no. Okay. Awesome. Um, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I think people perceive me. Is that good? No, that's a, that's a great answer. Yeah. I fabulous. I see you as someone who's like very polished and very disciplined and very professional and very, but definitely very open and inviting and looking to like make connections with other people. I definitely don't see you as standoffish. I was going to say it. I was going to say the same fucking thing, which is that. I definitely, yeah, see you as someone. I feel like when I first saw you do stand-up, I was like, this girl is the real deal. Because I feel like we first saw each other at like this um, this women's mic that I feel like a lot of people went to. And there were a lot of people who were like, 
newer to stand up. I feel like we were all kind of new to stand up at that time, but there were a few people who stood out and you really stood out to me. I was like, this is a hilarious set. And this person is like really, really polished. And I could see the introverted thing, but only now that you said it kind of like, I could see that like maybe sometimes like in conversation, like, you you know, you maybe would like love to like, maybe you would like to recharge like by yourself mm-hmm. But it's never standoffish. That's never how it comes off to me. Like, yeah. yeah. And I just recognize that as someone who like is loud and talkative, but often is like dissociating in larger settings. Cause I'm like, I kind of want to be alone for a while, <laughs> you know? So I recognize <laughs> that in myself. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how I see you. And also just like super professional. Like, I, yeah, I feel like you have had jobs. Some comedians we've had on, I'm like, you are hilarious, but like, I cannot imagine you in a corporate environment. I feel like you'd be in corporate, just like making it work, making it all happen, sending your emails, fucking eating salad or whatever, just like doing awesome shit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. This was such a fun, positive note to end off on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it's like, we never lie to people, you know? I feel like people maybe think self-perception corner sometimes is overly positive because we never say things like, well, you're, we think you're a fucking moron and we hate yeah. you. Imagine if we just <laughs> brought on someone who's straight up hated. Just that like, would be so funny. You're like, we're going to start off the podcast with self-perception corner. Nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's every guest's nightmare to be like, actually, uh, you've got it all wrong. Like, we hate you. We, we fucking hate you. Just... <laughs> You don't understand. We brought you on because we have no respect for you. Yeah. You know how you wake up in the morning? We wish you stopped. Just like <laughs> just something. Incredible. Just literally go away. Okay. This is even though we invited you here. Even though. Well, thank you for being on. This was amazing. Do you have anything to plug like from your end? Yes. Like any new projects or shows going on? No, just my Instagram account. You can follow me at Nestle, which is not spelled the way it sounds. It's N-N-E-S-S-L-E-I-G-H. Um, and yeah, other than that, just back doing shows in New York and uh, yeah, just living. Awesome. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much for being on again. Um, Gabby, do you have anything to add? I don't really have anything to add. Um, I would add that if Rebecca Black is listening, um, I hope we can break you out of that hole you're yeah. in, in the ground. All the best, girl. It's, I, it sounds to me like maybe it's a white Christmas thing where she just gets like Friday played in her ear all the time. Yeah. And it's like aging her and driving her insane. But, if but while not, you're breaking yourself out, break Brittany out, you know? Let's get yeah. Brittany oh, yes. Let's yeah. get everyone out of here. Let's rescue yeah. them. Um, all right. All right. See you guys next time. Thank you. We've been two nosy meerkats.